Generally Speaking About the Church, podcast episode number 103. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Generally Speaking About the Church. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is DG Hollins. And we are here to talk about shoes today. <laughs> I have no idea what we're going to talk about shoes, but DG took his shoes off. It's this way. Is that what that smell is? Oh, whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's your bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> hey, anyway, we're going to talk about shoes, and we also got a call from our good friend Brent. All right, let's let's start things off with uh, Brent, who's calling in about uh, the About the Church podcast here. Cool. And this is Brent Green calling in for the About the Church podcast. Hi, Cliff and DG. Hey, Cliff. I want to say uh, I know everything you do. It's all about the money. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I listen to your PABL broadcast, and it's got some thoughts rolling that I think would be relevant for the About the Church podcast. I really commend you for trying to be um, at peace with everybody and and, uh, treat people well. You do a great job in responding to emails, responding to folks, and treating them in a way that's honoring and loving and and you provide good service. What I, what I want to toss out there is an idea of uh, something that's happened to me recently. You know, I feel like I've done everything I can to get along with someone, and they've uh, rejected me and terminated the friendship. And I feel like I've done everything I can, and the ball is in their court. So would toss it out there to you guys, DG and Cliff. Have you ever been in that situation where – you feel like it's healthier to let it lie with a relationship and let that person um, let that person be angry and bitter if they if they want to be, but know that uh, you've done everything that you can do to reconcile the relationship and, and be at peace. Again, like what you guys do. Hope you're having a good week. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. Alrighty, Brent. Thank you so much for calling in, and uh, great question, by the way, and good topic for for about the church here. Uh, yeah, I've certainly been in that scenario, and and uh, as recently as about a year ago, a uh, very very awkward situation. I won't talk about it uh, specific the specifics of it, um, but I will just say that. Um, well, I'll, t- I'll talk about some of the specifics of it. Uh, last year, I put out some thoughts about um, Facebook. And something that I was very passionate about. Do you remember this, DG? I got caught up in it too, though. I know you did. And uh, I had no idea that you made those statements. Yeah? And I just made I made the, the exact same statements without even knowing or hearing what you were saying. Yeah. Because it was, you know, frustrating me. And I got, I, I mean, they, every, everything they did not, that they despised about you, they started despising about me. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa where did this come from? So anyway, yeah, I, right. yeah, I've been there. So, so the situation here is it was something as far as I'm concerned was so harmless. I mean, no harm done. Although I will tell you that some folks completely disagreed with me. They said, you know, with the position that you're in and she was speak, they were speaking directly to me is you got to understand there's a lot of weight that you carry when it comes to what's, you know, what people do or don't do and what they feel comfortable with online and in social media. Right. But basically, the whole deal was is that um, there's this thing called tagging on Facebook, and and I had some very strong opinions on how I felt about people tagging people on notes when the I, in my opinion, and with the stated purpose of what tags are in a note is that you're talking about somebody, but instead it was a way of notifying people, hey, come look at my note that I just did. Right. It's 25 right. things about me. And I said, you know, it's like, listen, I'm getting tagged all day long and people come to my profiles and it says, you know, it says notes about Cliff. Right. And people would click on these and there's nothing about Cliff there. It's about, you know, it's, it's, you know, it was just, in my opinion, it was the improper use of tags and I considered it to be no different than forwarding me, you know, hey, here's 20 things about 25 things about me. Please forward this on to 25 of your friends. Right. You know, I, I considered it, be, I called it tax man. And so anyway, right. Right, I, I put out, I was pretty harsh in my opinion about this. Well, some people got really offended. I mean, really offended Yeah. by my statements. And I'm not talking just a little bit. 
but I'm talking about they were deeply wounded by my comments and I did not understand that at all. Sure. And I felt awful and I, man, I, I went way out of my way to, to make a public apology and, and stuff like that. Well, you know what? It, it didn't matter for two people. All right. There, there were three people that voiced their distaste with, of my mm-hmm, mm-hmm. approach to this. And, uh, two of those people today still have not spoken to me in a year. Oh, wow. All right. Two of the three. I think one of the ones has spoken to me. Yeah. But it's not like they seek me out or anything. Yeah. Well, it it went so far as that they blocked, you know, two of the the three individuals have blocked me in all social media circles. They unfriended me in Facebook. They, I mean, just, I mean, they really, really went out of their way. Right. And, and, and so, you know, yeah, I, I've certainly had that before where it's like you know i i tried to apologize and it's like listen i just think it's best if i don't talk to you ever again <laughs> okay <laughs> it's like that's you know and, and, and yeah. I, it took me a while i mean i'll be honest with you i'm a people pleaser and right. and it hurts you know it hurts when somebody severs a relationship with me not only you know that you know andy put a, a scripture in there which i think is a good scripture to 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 pull up here and if i can go back to it it says here in romans twelve eighteen. Uh, it says, if it is possible, DG posted in the chat room and moved my mouth. Oh, sorry. That's fine. Uh, here it is. <laughs> if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. There you go. So if it is possible, as far as it yeah. concerns you, live at peace with everyone. And that's that's a desire of mine. I want to I wanna have great relationships with as many people as possible, if not everyone. Now, the truth right, is, right. though, it's not possible to be at peace with everyone. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, the life of Christ is a perfect example of that. Exactly. <laughs> like, and not everyone was just like, this guy's it. This is this is the dude. No. I mean, there were people that killed him. <laughs> as far as it is possible is what the Bible says. Right, exactly. And, and, and Brent, I think you, you worded your question, you know, you've done everything within your power to try to reconcile the relationship. Right, right. And that, that my friend, I believe is the thing. You know, is there something that stands between you and a friend? And if there is something you can do to reconcile the relationship, even even if you are not at fault, even if, you, you know, the thing is, if somebody's got something against you, it doesn't, you know, it says if somebody has something against you, go and be re- reconciled to that person. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you did something wrong. But, that you know, right. if it's possible with you to bring peace to the relationship, then by all means do so. Yeah, exactly. And I think that there's a, there is, um, I think some people, a lot of people confuse being happy with somebody and loving them. Yes. Does it make sense? Tell me and what, it, tell, explain because, me more. Because there are lots of times where uh, I might not be happy with my wife or uh-huh. she might definitely not be happy with me, but it's still, it, it, then happiness is different than a love. Right. A love goes beyond a happiness stuff. It's kind of like the joy goes beyond a happiness stuff. It's more than just what you're feeling. It really is something that's at a much deeper level. And I think that um, now, and I, and I think there's two different things going on here. Now, if it's two Christians that are, that are having a relationship, you know, that are not, not marriage or something, but you know, just their friends or whatever else. Now they do actually have, I believe an expectation to hold up to, to actually love one another. Yes. And, and that goes beyond, you know, and, 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 and yeah, there might be a time period where you might not speak, but you still love them. Mm-hmm. And if push came to shove, push came to shove. Yeah, that if may, it comes to shove, if it were not for English, I would not be speaking English today. Uh, if, if push comes to shove, then then you you need to start hugging. Does yeah. that make sense? As, as a Christian, there's no pushing or shoving. Uh, ultimately, there there is just a hug. And if so and so who you can't stand, but you still love them because you're a Christian and they are too, um, then you still love them. Now. I think the same thing is true of a Christian to a non-Christian, to mm-hmm. a normal person. <clears throat> um, the Christian is still to always love them. But I think the biggest issue here is expectations. What are your expectations with your with your friend or with, with the other relationship? And then what are their expectations of you? Because I know a lot of Christians that expect normal people to not cuss and to not watch rated R movies and to not... Uh, be gay and then die and not, you know, all these different things. And the issue <laughs> is that they are dealing with an expectation because they're expecting them to act and look and live like a Christian when they're not. Right. And so how do you love someone who is choosing not to love you back? 
Right. And I think that's what kind of is going on to a certain extent. And I think it comes down to, you know, what is this love? It's like, oh, I have to love them, but I don't have to like them. Well, that's stupid. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to say that's that's stupid. That's just ignoramus. You can't, you know, it, you don't, that, loving somebody doesn't mean, and I know what you, I know what you mean by that. It doesn't mean that you have to spend every day with them. And that, that's fine. Of course. Yeah. No, no. But loving them means that you're willing to overlook the things that you disagree on or might be offended by or might be offended by. Yeah. And it means, do you have a willingness to to serve that person in the event that, you know, so that person needs to be served? Right. OK, so so I, I think that if it's another Christian, you can actually have a little bit of accountability and just say, wait a second, where does your Christianity? What does your faith in Christ actually mm-hmm. start to live out in your in your everyday life in this friendship right here? Where is Christ in this? If they're a Christian, yes. If they are not a Christian, then I think that uh, there's, you know, you you express your care, you express your love for them. You can even express your concern. <clears throat> yeah, sure, express concern and everything else, and even say you can agree to disagree. That's okay. Yes, but um, but as long as you have done everything you possibly can to write that relationship, then then all you can do is leave it in their hands. Right. I mean, you can't make them come back into a right relationship with you. Uh, it, it has to be in, in God's time. And, 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 and so the rest of the time, I mean, you can. Now, here's the thing. I don't care if you're a Christian or not. <laughs> you're going to want to go and talk to somebody that agrees with what you agree with. Oh, absolutely. And it's going to cause. That's a, why I much <laughs> back when that was going on. I much prefer having conversations with you, DG, <laughs> about ta- Facebook tag spamming. Exactly. And then so, with people who disagreed with me. Right. And so when you go find those people to agree with you, it might not necessarily be the best thing in the world if you're not doing it from looking at the situation from God's point of view. And I think that's that's the, that's one of the great secrets, you know, not secrets. Everyone were what would Jesus do bracelets all over the place. But, you know, can you look at the other person the way that God would look at them? And can you be able to see past what might frustrate you or might make you angry or whatever else? Right. And I think ultimately, and but here's the other thing. I think it goes both ways as a normal person looking at a Christian or as, or as two Christians and one Christian saying, you know what? I don't even know if I believe in Jesus anymore. I've seen that destroy all kinds of relationships and they haven't allowed the 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 used to be Christian to really wrestle with their faith, right. and they're not okay with with people wrestling with their own faith. And you're just like, wait, let them wrestle, guys. Come I re- on. dude, I wrestle with my own faith all the time. Exactly. I mean, it's it's not consistently it's not wrestling a horrible with my faith. Thing in the midst of that thing, it's not that the, you know. I, I'm ready to do why I hate the church part two, <laughs> part, season two, part D. Exactly. Uh, but I, I saw anyway. I, I think that. There's a lot going on there. It's and it's it's every it's it's uh, relationship specific. We I mean all we're doing is talking in generalities. Mm-hmm. If it if the if this t- part touches on one thing and that's going on in your relationship, that's great. And if it's not, then don't worry about it. But but I think it goes both ways though. I think the normal people um, or non Christians could look at Christians and say, Why aren't you allowing me to be who I am? Right. You know what? And so I think that everyone. You know, I think it was like. It was a good parable. It says, you know, why are you trying to take the 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 speck out of someone else's eye when you get a log in your own eye? Exactly. So yeah. So um, here's the here's the deal. Um, I I think, and by the way, I believe it's possible for two believers in Christ to have such a sharp, bitter disagreement, and that the best best solution when the two can't come to common ground is to just just decide to spend some time apart from each other for. A period of time, dude. I know, maybe not even defined. That's probably the healthiest thing you can do in a marriage, even. You know, I mean, just, I mean, just that's just common sense to me. Yeah, to give each other enough room and to just breathe a little bit. I see that happening all the time with between, between parents and teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Sometimes it's just too much pushing involved, and sometimes that's the best thing in the world is just to have a break, just give it some time. Yeah. But well, you know, Paul and Barnabas, they had a pretty mm-hmm. bitter disagreement and they went and did their own things. Yeah. Uh, you know, they reconciled later, but, right. but it was, I mean, it was such a harsh disagreement. It's like, listen, that, that dude, you go do your own thing. I'm going to, you go to this town, I'll right. go to that town. And, yeah. you know, it, it, but I'm I, done with this. Exactly. But I want to say, just be, you know, when that time comes for you to reconcile or attempt to reconcile, 
And if you're a Christian, you should be doing this. Yes. Constantly. Mm-hmm. Not, not ever ending to, till your death <laughs> kind of mentality. Um, but when it comes for that time period, I, I think that it's really, really important to, um, to, to, to just to, to pray for the other person. I mean, to actually care for them. Don't just going just to reconcile, uh, but just to, to make sure that that entire time is just, you know, yeah. In prayer. <clears throat> yeah. And, and I will, I will be the first to admit that it's very difficult when that person has judged you and has assumed certain bad things about you, has gone and talked badly, poorly about you to lots of other people and, and stuff like that. And it, and I think it's still our responsibility to, to, if it's, if it's within us to be reconciled, you yeah, know, if sure. we can bring about reconciliation, it's, it's, I think it's something that God very much desires for us to do. Yeah. So tell me about these shoes, DG. <laughs> what, what do you want to talk about shoes for? Yeah, I, um, <laughs> and, and, and Andy in the chat room says, even when they're wrong, even when they're wrong and or dumb. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> That's pretty funny. Um, okay. So I was looking for shoes and, um, and the shoes that I had were good shoes. They were just fine. I mean, I'm not, they weren't, I mean, there's holes being formed in my kids. So they were just fine. But, uh, you know, I was okay with them. They were sketchers. That's what they were. Okay. And they were sketchers work shoes. So they were non-slip resistant, blah, 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 because I really get tired of falling on the ice, <laughs> of falling on the ice on my arse. <clears throat> okay. And anyway, so I started looking at shoes and then I thought to myself, wait a second, uh, when I when I make a purchase for shoes, I just go out to you know Payless or Shoe Carnival or <clears throat> what's the other one that's over there in Crestview Hills? I have no idea. I don't know some big shoe store. Shoe store. Yeah. Anyway, shoes are us. <laughs> well, that's basically what that one store is. I, I don't forget that name. HS Shoe. I don't know. DSW. Yeah, DSW. That's what it is. All right. Oh, you knew what it was. I don't know. You know you should love your I shoes. I love my shoes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I, you know, most of the time I just go in there, find the cheapest one that actually felt good, and I wouldn't care. Okay, uh, because I don't have any problems with my feet and have to have a special insult or insult, insult. insert <clears throat> or anything like that. But ever since I started growing my own garden and starting getting into being green and caring for the environment and <clears throat> and stuff like that, it started making me think about every decision that I make as far as what am I purchasing and what what is what what's good, what's bad, how can I be able to you know help out with creation care. I mean, if God created everything um, and gave us the ability to take care of it, then why, you know, why not take care of it the best we can? And, um, and so I was watching just staying on the shoes part of it because I, you know, I went and bought all the bags, reusable bags for the grocery stores and stuff like that too. Uh, but anyway, so one of the places that uh, I was watching the Super Bowl and they were talking about these Tom shoes. Have you ever seen the Tom shoes? ads? No. Tom shoes. I don't know if somebody wants to put an ad, uh, put a put an ad, put a link in the chat room. They can, but Tom shoes. The idea is, is that when you buy a sixty dollars pair of shoes, that they're made out of like really basic materials like hemp and you know not too much of a shoe. I mean, it's a pretty, it's more like a slipper than it is a shoe. But for every pair of shoes that you buy, another pair of shoes goes to a child in need somewhere in the world. Okay. So I loved that idea. Of being able to say, when I purchase this one thing from me, it's going to go and help someone else in the world. Okay. And I just, I think that was really cool. It sounds like a Christian kind of thing to do, you know? Um, and, a lot, and nowadays you can also buy t-shirts and and stuff like that when you buy, you know, whatever else. But I just loved the idea that you could be able to buy a pair of shoes and it would actually make a difference in the world. Just a small, little tiny, but it was still a, a, still an impact. Okay. Uh, and so then I went and tried on a pair of Tom shoes <laughs> and I don't know if you know, guys know how big I am, but I'm a big dude. And, um, and there was not very much soul in that shoe. And so I was just like, I just don't, you know, I, I want to buy it, but, um, but I just don't know, uh, if I'm going to really truly be able to wear these shoes, like I would wear a normal pair of shoes. So then I would say, okay, well then I have to buy like two or three pairs <laughs> to be able to wear it down with what one shoe is. And to be honest with you, I just, I'm going to start running out of money after a while. Um, so then I came along, I was reading a book, I was reading a book, I was reading a magazine called Adbusters. Have you ever heard of Adbusters before? Uh-uh. Okay. Uh, Adbusters is a flaming liberal uh, magazine. <laughs> but the idea behind it was 
our world has become way too consumeristic, especially in the West. Yeah. And part of our issue or a large part of our issue is the advertising, the ads that we're bombarded with at all times, that all it's really doing is promoting the consumerism. Right. And uh, and consumerism has gotten so bad that, you know, it really is pretty horrendous what companies like McDonald's and Nike and and uh, some really, really big companies are really kind of doing to the earth, doing to the to people on the earth. I mean, whether sweatshops or uh, or whatever else we're piling on fat on top of fat on top of fat fat on top of fat on top of that exactly and and what's really amazing what mcdonald's has really done if you ever watched the movie food inc you really should you should watch it but i haven't seen food inc but i saw um, that super size me thing yeah that one's okay that one's, I mean, that one's not bad food inc really does talk more about the industry uh and uh and there's a book called omnivore's dilemma that the guy who did who did Food Inc. It's kind of based around Chipotle's in Food Inc., isn't it? Yes. That's yes. awesome. Well, they really they kind of sponsored the whole movie thing. But anyway, so the idea behind uh, Food Inc. is the same thing. It's just like McDonald's is the number one purchaser of beef anywhere in the world. Okay. And because they are so, they basically give the guidelines and the rules to the rest of the world as far as how they want their beef done. And it's pretty, pretty cruel and inhumane kinds of stuff that are going on with the animals. Chickens can't walk more than four or five steps because they've genetically enhanced their chicken, the breasts of the chicken, because everyone wants white meat, that they can't even step more than five steps and they have to go plop on the ground. They, I mean, that's just, that's just what we've done because of McDonald's and all these different places saying this is what we want. So anyway, Adbusters looks at that and says, no, we're going to give you a truth behind some of the ads. Okay. And that's the mentality of the magazine is they're just, they're basically saying we're anti-consumerism. Maybe that because we become so consumeristic that uh, we're actually hurting the world we live in today. All right. So, uh, so I found in one of their ads, an ad for black spot shoes or black, Bla- it's black spot. What's it called? Um, black spot sneaker.com. All right. Uh, and I'll, I'll put a, I'll put a link in the, in the chat room if you want me to. Uh, but anyway, so the idea behind the black spot sneakers or sneaker dot org, I think it's dot org actually. Um, I got adbusters.org and it pulled up right away. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Adbusters.org will do that, but I'm just trying to get to the shoe. Hey, that's part. your shoe right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, adbusters came up with uh, the idea that they said, okay, well, if we're going to rail all these companies, Let's prove to them that you can actually produce a product that will actually be be good, that will take care of the environment, that will support human beings and give them a fair wage, blah 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 blah. So that's what that's what they did, and uh, and so they it's it's uh, I'll just read the little little bit of text they have here. Black Spot is our experiment with grassroots capitalism. After spending so many years railing against the practices of mega corporations like McDonald's, Starbucks, Nike, we wanted to prove that running an ethical business is possible. Okay. Uh, the reality is that most of us have to buy shoes on a regular basis, so we wanted to introduce an option that is socially and environmentally responsible to a market that is sorely lacking in similar convictions. Black Spot shoes are made with hemp, recycled tires, and vegan leather, which is pleather. <laughs> It's just a fake leather. No animals are harmed in the making of this shoe, basically, is what they're saying. All right. And produced in fair trade or unionized factories. We sell only to independent retailers worldwide in order to cycle money back into local economies. So you're not going to find these at a Walmart. You're not going to find these probably at a DSW. You're going to find them in in mom and pop stores locally that when you purchase this, whatever they mark up on the shoes, that money is going to go to your local economy. Right. Uh, which I'm all for trying to support a local economy moreover than just, you know, going online and buying, buying something. Right. Black Spot is also an open source brand. This is kind of cool. I like this, which means that it can be used by anyone for any purpose at no cost. You can copy away. You can copy anything you want with this shoe. Our hope is that people with similar philosophies will be inspired by our experimental by our experiment and start their own business ventures, spreading indie culture and providing ever more alternatives to buying from mega corporations. Black Spot is more about uh, is more is about more than marketing a brand or deconstructing the meaning of cool. It's about changing the way the world does business. So I, I just it's it, and I find it a little bit hilarious that they're like anti. Uh, anti-logo but they have a logo <laughs> you know what I'm it's like it's still a logo it's just a white spot that's been hand painted on a shoe nice uh, and that's all it is <laughs> and i don't know if the people in the, in the chat room you can be able to see the shoe that we have here 
Um, but anyway, they have they have like this typical kind of uh, what are, what is this uh, um, Converse? Yeah, like a Converse. Uh, it's like a 1950s basketball shoe or something. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, and so they have this style. They have this in red, and they also have a boot. And uh, the boot, literally, I mean, the sole of the boot is a it was a recycled tire. I mean, it's, nice. it's a it's truly is a tire. Um, tire tread on the outside of it. But anyway, I just, I would love to know what everybody else thinks. I would love to know what you thought about something like this kind of an idea to be able to say, let's create something that's actually ethical as far as our business is concerned and create and, and help to encourage others to do the same. Um, I just, I just loved the idea. Chuck Taylor's that's right. That's, that's what, I, that's what the, the style I was trying to go for. I think that they're trying to go for too, but Anyway, I, I and they're 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 a lot more comfortable than Tom's shoes, but Tom's shoes is just a different way of kind of right. helping out with the environment. But well, the the first thing that I see is ninety bucks. You know, I'm like thinking, you know, when, I can't remember the last time I, I'm a I'm cheap when it comes to sure, shoes no, no. because you can get shoes for much <laughs> shoes for much less, and so I can't remember the last time I paid ninety bucks for a pair of shoes. Right, but what I'm saying is when you buy the less shoe then you're not you're supporting the mega corporations that would be that would be paying somebody below any right. any kind of living wage right. you don't know what the business practices are going on behind that and they're saying hey we're an open window so if you're willing to pay 90 bucks for a shoe we're telling you that everyone that put this shoe together yep. got paid fairly uh, or is in a use, or, or is in a unionized factory somewhere in Europe i think it's where they are in Europe uh, I, and I, and, I, and you're taking care of the environment in the midst of that too. So I mean, you're you're basically saying I'm I'm going to make it. Number one, I'm going to make a statement, but I'm also going to actually live what I believe, even if that costs me a higher cost. Right. Now I I get that. I th- I think probably the problem is is that we are you know and 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 I'm ignorant of the practices of these corporations. You know, I, I'm, sure. I'm sure that if I watched Food Inc, I I would probably change the way i feel about a lot of the food industry although yeah but it's not gonna change the way you eat because you've changed the way you've eaten i've changed the way way that i eat anyway exactly yeah but um you know the thing is is i I, you know i've I've never really sat down and thought about who made my shoes i just you know i need a pair of shoes i I just go out and buy them uh and and usually you can pick them up for you know 49 bucks you got a pair of shoes and they last you for two or three years i'm good to go Yeah. yeah yeah that that's how i've always done it so i never thought about it but you know, it's just like I don't know. I, I guess that I guess I don't have a lot to say about it because I just haven't really given that much of thought to it just sure. yet. Sure, and and that's fun. I mean, I think that's yeah. Justin Rain says this is a going green podcast. If it was up to DG, it would be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that there is there is there is good in caring for our environment. There is yeah. good in caring for the world. If God created it then it, I think it should be preserved right? and, and to the best of our ability. And uh, if we just keep on using up all the resources, then I have issues with that. But but that's exactly, that is exactly the purpose of this. You know, that's one of the main reasons I bought this. This is the reason I'm going to wear it to church every Sunday. Yeah. Because it's going to be an opportunity for me to be able to say, have you really thought about where you're spending your money? Have right. you ever really thought about the companies that you're supporting when you buy those things? So So maybe I don't vote. But maybe I am voting in a, in a kind of a way with my money. Right. And I think we're all voting with our money when we live in a capitalistic society. I mean, in, in a consumeristic society. I don't. I, I, well, to no, a certain extent, because no, I disagree if you're with not that. willing to pay for it, then it's not going to survive. I, the I, disagree, survive. I disagree with that because I don't think because when it comes to voting, I think it's a cho- it's a I hope. Well, OK, some people do go into the voting booth and they just push buttons. Okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. but, but when I think about voting, DG, I think about an informed decision. Sure. And so if I'm just spending, you know, I don't think that we're voting with our dollars when we buy something because it's not, I think of voting as an informed decision. Right. And and, 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 and I just told people, you that me buying this shoe was an informed decision. So for you, you, I agree this, with the statement that you are voting with your money. Right. But, 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 it, but with, should with, you think about, should you, should, should you think about an informed decision when you buy your shoes? Yes. I, I or your car or whatever else. It is. Absolutely. I, I think, I think these are things that we should be thinking through, but at the same time, it's like, man, how many different things, because I'm, this is the thing I, I'm consistently 
evaluating so many things about my life. I'm sitting here reading books and it's like, sure, man, I, you know, I've got this and it's like, man, have you thought about this? And it's like, dude, it's like, <laughs> That's I don't have enough time. time in the day to evaluate who the heck made my shoes. <laughs> gotcha. you know, I just I need you. a pair of shoes. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I, I, I can't spend the next 45 minutes to research what's the most green decision for me to buy a pair of shoes because i'm concerned about you know how do i handle a situation with my you know my biological dad who is becoming more mentally incompetent day after day after day when i'm also trying to make sure that i'm running a business that is debt free and and still profitable and is able to pay all the bills and and that is taking care of the needs of my family which is on top of all the other things it's just like well i'm not i'm trying to find time to work out and and i'm not not trying to tell you that your uh your purchase of shoes should be on higher on your priority list which is what you're suggesting of course i'm not saying that but what i am saying is you do have a choice yeah every time you go to a grocery store every time you go to a mall you have a choice to be able to make a decision for what you purchase and all i'm saying is as a christian could we just spend the three seconds that it takes to look in the back for calorie counting (laughs) that i know you're doing now you changed your life to be able to make those decisions That you and, and, and that, that decision was made with knowing all the stuff that's going on with your dad and knowing all the stuff that's going on in your business. You made yeah. those decisions. You still made a, an informed decision. I'm just saying, can you can you do Although, something similar to that when you when it comes but, to everybody? Purchase? But here's the deal, DG. Now I will tell you that a friend of mine invited me to come to this medium at a coffee shop the, yesterday, uh-huh. and uh, I had to I I I purchased something that was you know downright it was an uninformed decision there was this cupcake there (laughs) yes and it had lots and lots of this very fancy looking peanut butter icing and it had the only information that i knew based upon my knowledge of what i've researched in food is the half a reese cup that was on there i knew how many calories were in that (laughs) there you go And I and based upon what I know is in an average cupcake. Now you saw me; I did research it, but still, I did not. I did not have a completely informed decision. Sure, of sure. exactly how many calories I eat, but yeah. but I chose to buy it anyway because you know I'm hanging out with a friend, and to be honest with you, there was very few other options that I looked right, at that right. looked appealing, and so you know what, I went ahead and bought something that normally isn't the best thing for my body. Right, and you, but it was an informed decision. It was, you looked at the cheesecake first. You chose not to go there. You went over <laughs> to the other. You went over to the other glass that had cookie options yep. and had a pecan thing option. And then you saw that peanut butter whatever thing. This and, and it was like um, it's the size of your like two of them is the size of your head. I mean, yeah, this thing is massive. it was amazing. And I even said to you, Cliff. Do you really want to purchase? You can't look at the cheesecake. I even told you, you can't look at the cheesecake one. That's not good for practicing a balanced life. <laughs> I pointed it out to you. I helped you make an informed decision. Yeah. But you're right. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I mean, uh, I, I think it's just, it's, I'm just saying that you have, you have options that are out there, especially with how you spend your money. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people are making options all the time about what they're going to buy for their kids. And that is a priority for a lot of parents because they want their kids to have right. the best. Or they want their kids uh, to not be eating things that would be bad for them. So I'm just saying you, you make decisions all the time. Where does your Christianity fit into the decisions you make with everyday stuff? Socks, shoes, right? Shirts, but, but here's the and, and what I want to say is I agree with you. But here's my concern is I don't want people to be overwhelmed and trying to say, you know what? Oh, great. Here's yet another thing I need to feel guilty about. Right. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Oh, yeah. let me tell you, I, I, I'm reading this book, Crazy Love. And it's like, dude, it's just like, okay, I, you know, lay off with the guilt trip. I'm already t- dealing with so much of my own personal, you know, uh, commercialism, consumerism and all the other things. <coughs> and, and, you know, it's just like, I, it's just overwhelming, you know, with all the things. It's like now I now I have to sit down and and you know the next time I buy a pair of shoes, I need to sit down and say, as a Christian, you know what what shoes am I going to buy? And right. it's like I sometimes I just wonder. It's like man, this that it's a lot. But I will say that you know there are things that have changed. Like for example, when I started changing my eating habits and stuff like that, I have gone to drinking a lot of water. Now, right. do you know what's more convenient for me? going to the store and buying a big, huge 24 pack of 20 ounce waters or 16.9 ounce water bottles. Oh, okay. okay. And, and you know, and, and all of a sudden it's like, you know what? I I'm sitting here thinking it's like, 
wait a second, is this the most environmentally friendly? You look at the amount of plastic that I throw into a trash can. I'm not recycling this stuff. Right. And I'm just throwing it in there. It's like, wait a second, is this the wise decision? And so, you know what? I went out and bought a Brita pitcher, you know, and of course, I don't know how they make it and how environment, but I don't care. Right. I bought a Brita pitcher, you know, and they may not be the most environmentally friendly company. I have no clue, but I bought a Brita pitcher because it's going to make me more environmentally conscious because right, of the sure. fact that even though they may have done something horrible to make the picture, right. at least I've got the pitcher and I'm sitting here and I'm filtering my own water and I've got myself a, you know, a single water bottle that I use the same water bottle every day, hard plastic. And it even says reduce, reuse, recycle on exactly. the bottle. It says reduce, reuse, recycle. It's actually recycle. thinking it's helping you think green every time you drink water. And it's blue, though. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> but and, but I am. I, I and, and I I go through this. And you know what? I probably have reduced the amount of plastic bottles that just go in the regular trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. no, no, that less than 40 to 80 of those bottles a week right exactly you know with with you because i mean my entire family drinks a lot of water now so i just it's cracking me up there's a person named pollute polluter 55 55, and they said i like to burn plastic yeah no doubt (laughs) it's awesome there's always those people that's hilarious i I love that person whoever that is because that's hilarious that's funny anyway but i yeah I, i mean i don't disagree with you i think uh um I just want to say, I just think I'm not, I'm not, I, I it agree should with not you be on, a decision based on guilt. And I think there's a lot of green peace people out there that want you to make a bunch of decisions based on guilt. I would just say, where does your Christianity, if you're a Christian, where does your faith fit into the, the everyday choices you make in life? Yes. That's all I'm saying. And, and right. this is a, and a choice that I've made based on my faith. Right. And I have chosen to say, I'm willing to pay $90 for, for a pair of shoes if I can be able to know that these are the business practices and it's going to cause a bunch of conversation that, that would not otherwise be able to have. And we can be able to help start help people be able to think about not just mindlessly going and making a bunch of decisions, but they can have informed decisions. And like I said, I could care less what the decision is. And that's what, uh, above professor, um, professor Allen said, you know, is it possible for someone to be informed and still make a different decision than you or is someone who spends their money different than you uninformed? And, uh, and, and no, I mean, you know, if you think that's the case, you're way wrong. <laughs> I, I cannot make you make a decision. Right. And it just it's completely up to whatever decision you make. I'm not going to make you become Methodist because I'm Methodist. Right. Uh, I think it's the best way. Because, I mean, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, I think I saw you wearing a leather jacket the other day, though, right? Right. I have that leather so jacket. You yeah. got the leather jacket. It's not the fact that. So, so I mean, it, the thing is, is, animals were harmed in the making of your jacket. So it's right. like, I it, the, the here's the deal. It's, it's more. It's it's less for the whole vegan thing for for me with the shoe with that the, the, the front of this is pleather. It's more about the factory workers and the people that are getting paid for me. That's, right. that's my, that's my, and the fact that they are trying to be able to say ethics and business needs to be something for me, that's important for me. I I'm thinking, okay, wait a second. You've told me that this is, this is an organization that is, how did you define what Adbusters is? It is a, what did you call them? I, no, uh, I just read what they said. No, 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 no. Be, before you, we went to the website, you oh. you called them a something organization, a uh, 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 ultra liberal, uh, flaming liberal, yeah, flaming liberal. Yeah, flaming See, liberal. I'm not a huge fan of supporting anything that's flaming liberal. Yeah. <laughs> so therefore, I would make the informed decision of not supporting a company that is has a flaming liberal agenda. Right, right, right. And I, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of flaming conservatives either. Right, sure. You know, and uh, and, and I'm, and I'm so, not saying that. So I might you know. I might say you know what I'd rather pay. $49 than to support a flaming liberal agenda based right. company. So, right. And, and every time you buy a Pepsi, then you're supporting whether you know it or not, the Mormon church. <laughs> yeah. And, and not to mention the fact that you're getting and a thing pizza that tastes a, a drink that tastes like flat Coke. So, <laughs> and pizza hut and all these, other, I mean, so, I mean, but I think that's important. I think that's important for people to be able to think about the decisions they make, especially in the society that we live in, that everything is based around how much money you have and where you're spending it. Um, and I'm and I'm not saying that I'm the most perfect person in the world. I'm just saying this opened my eyes. To it opens shoes. your mind, and there's nothing wrong with it. And, and, and I want to I'm, talk about and, it. And I and I'm saying that you know in the same way, 
when I made the decision to buy this water bottle, it, it really meant something to me. It was, it was the same thing. How much am, am I here? And it's not, it's not just the earth because I believe God's going to burn all the stuff away anyway. You know, one day he's going to, the fire from heaven is going to come down and it's going to scorch and it's going to melt all the plastic and it's just going to disintegrate. Oh, dude, you're really, you're reading it way too literal. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just kidding. I know, man. I know. If God wants to just do over, he can do over. All right. <laughs> he wants a do over. I want to do over. All right. Wait a second. Can we just build one boat before you do the do over, God? <laughs> he's just going to do, re- he's going to hit the reset button. Just one really big boat, God, before the do over. Come exactly. on. Exactly. So, <laughs> and uh, Kurt Cameron will be the star. <laughs> oh, uh, and then fifty four twenty says Mormons rule. Yeah, no, that's that's hilarious. Anyway, uh, but I just, uh, I I just love the fact that, uh, and I thought it was a great conversation, a great way to, no, be able to have a conversation. It is, but I, I just want to caution you just to make sure that y- that you don't come across saying, "Hey, this is an informed decision I make," and from now on, I believe that you really need to think. Before you go buy your next pair of shoes, or before right. you buy your next, it's like. But did I did I say that? I don't know that you said that, but I I I kind of in a somewhat way felt like you you might want to think about. It. It, it, yeah, I, I think it can come. I think it can come off that way, DJ. I think it can come off that way, of course. But here again, it's those expectations are like, oh, here we go again. Somebody's being yeah, green. I think Justin thought that in the chat room. Oh, yeah. this is a green podcast. But people can say it's like I think you ought to. Th- you know, ha- ha- as a Christian, how do you buy shoes? It's like that can come off as saying, you know, a little bit of judgmental. For example, if I don't think a little bit more and do a little bit more research when I go buy my next pair of shoes, am I as good of a Christian as DG Hollams? That's what I'm saying is what the perception of that conversation could be. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's not necessarily my problem. <laughs> I, I didn't say it was your problem. I'm just saying that this is. But a, uh, you know what's I have, the, I, I see know, nothing I ask wrong. You a question. Is is that your problem? What's that? What how you come off to people and 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 stuff? Is that your well, problem? Well, no. I mean, I personally did not do that. That was you. I know you did. That was you that that came up with that decision. It, that is correct. And and at the same time, <laughs> what Christian. was I right in the way I felt about Facebook? Absolutely. Did people take it the wrong way? Absolutely. Yes. Is that my problem? I want to suggest to you that yes, it was because at all, in as far as it concerns me, and see how this ties into the first one. Nice. Keep on tying. Hurry. All right. Here I'm tying it right in. Watch this. <laughs> Shoe, you're tying it like a shoe. I'm tying it right in here. I'm lacing it right into the first topic of as far as it is possible to you, be at peace with all people. And if people hear you say a statement such as as a Christian, how you 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 should be thinking about these things. The question is 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 you know how people respond to your statement of that is that a concern to you? And I think it should be a concern. Is how do we you know I, I it, it's one thing to say hey everybody. I, I bought this water bottle and let me tell you why I made the decision to not buy bought, you know, uh, 20 right. ounce uh, bottled water at the store anymore. Right. Versus, hey, everybody, this is what I did. And I think everybody ought to think the next time as a Christian, when you go to the grocery store, you you ought to think about whether or not you put that package, that 24 pack of case of water into your shopping cart. Because as a Christian, have you thought about that? Do you see that there's two different ways to communicate the 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 decision that you've made and where you've come in your heart to make that decision? Do you see the difference? I do see the difference, but I also know that you can only be oh, okay. Okay, Never. so is it wrong to turn to somebody who is a Christian and to say you really should think about hitting your wife as a Christian uh, or not hitting your wife as a Christian? Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? I mean, there's nothing wrong at all in my mind challenging another Christian. I'm not talking about a normal person. I'm challenging another Christian to say, what does your faith inform in your life? There are some decisions. I don't see anything wrong. I think that there are some sins that lead to death and others you ought to leave alone. And that's the scripture that I remember reading. There, there are sins that lead to death, and there are sins that don't lead to death. And sometimes, you, you know, it, it'd probably be best if you just kind of, you know, lay off on some of them, you know. Right, but it's it's not like – I had a conversation about shoes, dude. I mean, it's, not, you know, it's not like I – it's not like I'm trying to tell you you're going to go to hell if you don't buy the right shoes. I know you're not saying that. 
But but and I understand how some people would take that. Well, I, don't, I don't know that they would necessarily. Str- well, but they would feel guilty about the next time they go to buy shoes. It's like, man. Right. Well, there's a difference between guilt and being. Um, uh, oh, what do you call it? When conscious God, of a di- well, well, when God like uh, God might be convicted, convicted. Yes. Thank right. you. And so a lot of people would call it conviction guilt. Yeah. I mean, there's a very fine line between those two. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I think that. that and I think that I'm more interested in. Uh, being able to be able to say, okay, listen, we live, at least in the West, we live in a place that is, uh, you know, people say, if you want, if you want to find out about who I am, show me your calendar and your wallet right. or your checkbook, you know, where do you spend your money and where do you spend your time? Right. And I'm just saying, Hey, where's God in the midst of those two? And I agree. And, and that's and, all and, I'm saying. Yeah, I know. And, and I've just taken it way out of proportion and that's, no, that's just because it's, of more, the fun. <laughs> it's more entertaining for a podcast anyway. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that uh, I, I do think that it's it's uh, it's a, it's an interesting conversation to be able to have, especially with you know everyone going green and doing all those green kinds of things. See, I, um, I've not had the big green bug. God's not convicted my heart of the green bug yet. You know, the, right? I, but the thing is, is is that it, it's just you know a part of it is my ignorance, and it's not that I'm. It's not the whole. I'm going by ignorance is bliss. As things come to my mind and and come to me. I, I I make better decisions, such as you know that there were people who who mentioned in a very kind way. It's like, oh wow, you know that's a lot of water bottles, you know. And and, right, and sure. over time, it you know it's like, wait a second, you know what? It probably would be I'd be a better student now. Have I will I, will I drink out of a plastic bottled water that came out of a case? Absolutely, I will. Right. You sure. know, if yeah, I yeah. if I go to a party and there are a bunch of different options, and then there's a cooler full of um a cooler full of uh, you know, waters and in, in, in soaking in some ice. You know, am I going to pull out a plastic bottle and drink it? Absolutely, I will. Right, right, right. You know, and in fact, we had the lost party here. You yeah, know, and yeah. and and our great friend Eric Fisher brought over. And I, I don't think I did. You know, I would not think to say, Eric Fisher, my dear friend, as a believer in Christ, <laughs> have you thought about the the ramifications of the decision of God's great <laughs> earth that He's provided us? By buying this water. Right. And he turns to you and say, yeah, I thought about that because you recycle, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so, the, but the thing is, is, is you know, I, I understand it. And, and we do, I think you're right. The one, there's one thing that I believe <laughs> that is very important here. And it's the understanding that God and, and being a Christian and our relationship with God and thinking th- about things in a godly way and, and making decisions based upon our faith is not a quote unquote on the priority list. And and this is something I had a great conversation with somebody recently. You know, it's, it's, you know, the whole mentality of, you know, you've got God's first, your wife and your kids, you know, it's your wife, then your kids uh, and your friends. And then, you know, everybody else, it's, it's like, there's this hierarchy of things that you care about in life and God is always first. And I'm like, I, I totally disagree with that. Right. Right. Yeah. God is not first on my list. God is in every single aspect of my life. Sure. Or at least I desire for him to be. And exactly, I will, yeah. and when I, and that'd be decisions. And when I self-evaluate myself, you know, when I do a self, honest self-evaluation, I find that the majority of the times God's nowhere to be found in any part of my life. And that's totally screwed. And that's, that's where <laughs> you sit there and it's like, bring your shoes in here. It's like, dude, come on. I got more things to worry about than this next pair of stinking shoes I buy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Almost. <laughs> Halfway. Partially. Yeah, that's uh, well, it's one of those jokes that have some seriousness behind it. <laughs> no, seriously. I'm, I'm reading Crazy Love, man, and it's, it's really re- putting some real conviction in my heart uh, about my relationship with God. He has a DVD that goes along with that. We got it. Okay. Yeah. It's just a simple little intro to each one of the chapters. Yeah. It's yeah. We're, we're reading the book, and we're doing that in our book club. And, and you know, th- th- this week I read chapter – well, I'm not completely done with chapter four yet, but it's about the profile of the lukewarm. And, dude, it, it sucks because I don't I, I don't know. I mean, I, there are times when I get it that, man, me and God are just just close. You know, we're tight, you right, know, right, right. And, and I've been in the throne room of God. I, I know that that makes no sense to just a normal person, <laughs> yeah. but I literally have been – in the throne, you know, the, you talk about the Bible. It's like, it's like he was transported into the, you know, into the heavens. Right. I've been there, man. I and it's like it, it doesn't happen often, but I've been there before, and so I know. But there are so many. To, right now, I will tell you, I feel like if I read this book 
every single thing he writes about the profile of, the, all of the examples of pro, the lukewarm Christian. It's me. I am a lukewarm Christian. It's like, dude, this sucks. Right. You know, and so I'm sitting here. I'm like, and you were convicted, not not guilty. Right. But yeah. I, I, but I feel a true conviction here. Right. But it, but again, what what I love about and 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 it's all about the way that you communicate it. And which, by the way, I need to hit this music so we can. <laughs> can actually end it i'm yeah. sorry i showed up so uh, late today everybody. no you're fine you're fine but anyway um the deal is is that um oh what was i saying uh, <laughs> the way he communicated it right the, the, the thing is, exactly. is I, I read i was sitting there i heard all these great things about crazy love all right and i'll be honest with you i read a book called choose the life a couple years back and i hate that book I hate it. I despise it. Yeah. Because it is a book that tells you how wrong you are about everything. Right. Yeah, and yeah. it tells you how wrong the church is and yeah. how the church and it's like it's like it's like you need to do you need you need you need you need and as a believer if you're a true Christian you 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 you. But this pastor in writing the book Crazy Love what I love about it is like listen dude, you know, what if I told you as as a as a pastor sometimes I just forget to to I forget to acknowledge that God even exists. Sure. You know, and, and, you know, and, and sometimes I'll be honest with you. I don't want to love God, you know? And it's like, and, and so he's sharing his own struggle in his own past and and sometimes his own current struggles Mm -hmm. with these things. And he communicates it in a way that doesn't put me on the defense, right? But allows me to come alongside his journey. Yeah. Do you see? That's where I'm coming from. Yeah, definitely. There's a whole different way than to saying, that you know as a christian have you done this versus hey god you know one of the things like as a christian i had to ask myself yeah where do i go and do these right. things yeah and uh, and i would love to do a talk on that chapter of the lukewarm chapter all right uh um i've actually that's the only chapter i've read of that book to be honest with you which is weird really um yeah some there's a group that was doing it a bible study in our church for sunday school and i showed the video and i read through the chapter so i could be prepared for it right and i would love to talk about how he really really uh, misconstrues revelation there. Cause, yeah, I, I, I love revelation. That's well, the thing is, is, we had the discussion last night, and I said, you know what? Based upon this guy here and his stretching this thing out, I'm sorry, but I don't know anybody that's not lukewarm. I, I've not met a person that's not lukewarm yeah. based upon <laughs> this. And, and I think it, it was a, there was a little bit too much. Right, yeah. And I just want to get, I, I, I'm more interested in just getting into the text. And then getting getting a healthy understanding of what the text is saying, and then taking that understanding to what he says. Right. That's when it gets really interesting. Yeah. So I'd love to do that sometimes. Although I will say this, folks, go to gspn.tv slash crazy love. Crazy love. Crazy love. <laughs> GSPN <laughs> gspn.tv slash forward slash crazy love. And that'll take you to Mardell.com, which, by the way, has a great price on it. Use promo code GSPN in the shopping cart. Amore loco. You get 10... <laughs> percent off and it also helps support another podcast we do called family from the heart anyway um yeah so check it out it's a great book yeah oh, it, it really yeah. is an awesome book yeah i would say that. i agree with that yeah and uh folks we'll be back next week and we just want to remind you to pray for another church that's not your own join the community if you enjoy gspn.tv programming would you consider supporting it by becoming a plus member please gspn.tv slash plus that is an informed decision that will be an easy one there you go loving your family as a christian how do you feel (laughs) anyway god bless y'all we'll be back bye everybody bye